I hope this podcast finds you well. This is Coach Lori, and we are Inner Mind Sports. We're specialists in mental sports training for uh, athletes who would like to advance their game. Perhaps you're an individual who is looking at your sport from a perspective of wanting to enhance being on a team, uh, you're wanting to make a particular team or prepare for one, you're looking at national or international competition, or you're just a person who's just starting out in your sport and you want to uh, perform at your best. Once again, we see a lot of material on how to perform in the physical sense of your sport, but we don't see a lot of good literature and a lot of good work in mental science. So we are a little bit more unique in that we look at the function of the brain and how it works and stores information, and then we apply it to sport through hundreds, literally hundreds of people that we need to test and interview and get to know about how their brain works. And then we set specific trends. So we look at what would be common, for example, and then go from there. Today, we're going to talk about independence is the topic. And this podcast title is called My Solo Run. So the first time one of my nine-year-old athletes skated out to the center of the ice to perform her skating program, uh, I could feel her dad just, he was swelling with pride and her mom looked like a nervous wreck. But to consult with both personalities, all I said was, as the music begins, today is a milestone of independence. In other words, this was going to be her first solo that she would stand out on the ice and do what she had been trained to do. And, of course, this is nerve-wracking for figure skaters. You may not know uh, about the sport all that much, but it is an individual who is going to do a series of movement patterns out on the ice to music that's choreographed, and they have to rehearse all of the movements in their order. They have a certain amount of movements that must be done in order to score certain points. And again, all eyes are on them and all the so-called pressure is that you don't want to fall. (laughs) So in figure skating, it comes down to, yes, you would like what they call a clean program. But every time an athlete falls on the ice, there's a reset that needs to happen in the brain. And This is very difficult for some figure skaters to overcome. So for this young lady, we obviously were expecting to see some opening expression. And she landed what's called a a single loop with ease. And so you could see her mother's shoulders start to drop. And of course, her dad hasn't stopped grinning. But she did fall. And she managed to get right back up with a smile and just skated her heart out. So we had been working on independence for her as an athlete to bring both her physical and her psychological patterns together. And it looked like she just was able to release both of those that day. She was very physically dominating on the ice. Yes, she's a a young nine-year-old. But psychologically, she knew that falling was not a failure. Falling was not a failure. 
So athletes who feel free to perform to the best of their ability um, usually do that with no undue pressure um, from others around them. And they and if they can do that, they stay in the sport longer. So that's a real key. Independent thought, independent skill leads to longevity in sport. So kids, if you're listening to that, or young adults, it just means you're going to stay in it to win it longer because you know that you own your sport. You know that you independently have these skills. Now, the dad was smiling because he was the thumbs up, you got this. Whereas the mom had a little weaker emotional platform because she wanted to trust the situation that her daughter could handle the pressure. She wanted to trust the situation that her daughter would not fall down or wreck her her whole program or even, in fact, the worry of maybe hurting herself. So the mother had to increase her trust level where the father already, in this case, had a significant amount of trust in his nine-year-old daughter to go out there, enjoy herself, and do the best that she can. When we get to higher competitive sports, independence is very, very important. So how is it cultivated? Well, it's cultivated early on from zero to five, that mom and dad are allowing you as a toddler, for example, three, four, and five age groups, to experience and experiment and get out there and do your thing. Um, They're not overly worried that you're going to get hurt. They've given you enough safety standards that they know that you're paying attention and they let you freely play. From 5 to 10, we know that the human brain very much takes in information. In this case, our 9-year-old skater had taken in all the information knew the order of the program, and associated it to the music. So that's no different than some of you who are gymnasts, some people who are in rhythmic gymnastics, other people who are dancers of every kind, from tap dancing to modern to jazz. So anybody actually who works with music can remember things better. So how do we apply that to hockey, basketball, tennis? That means that music should be in the life of every athlete who wants to create independence. And you say, you're kidding me, Lori, that music can foster independence? And the answer is yes. So when you're selecting your own music and you're doing your own movements, the brain takes that in in a very, very serious way. Because rhythm and sound and performance go together with physical activation of the body. And when you're trying to remember a program choreographed in the order you to do it, music is a spectacular stimulant. So I often say to athletes, please, with your headset on, with um, listen to music that might be repeated that you've used before, that that particular song that you chose for warming up before basketball was an independent song for you that is your kind of music and that you relate to it. And when you hear the tune, your brain says, is it go time? So that's just one little tip for you when you're doing your solo run is to 
choose the stimulation around you that's going to cause independent, clear thought. So have you ever had a time as an athlete where you woke up and you were just kind of groggy and you hadn't slept well and you're worried about the competition? The best way to increase independence is to say out loud what you're going to do that day, to choose some music that you can relate to, and then go warm up the body with the things that are a little bit shaky. So in other words, let's say your backhand is a little shaky, then work on that. Let's say that your seven iron's not working for you, so you'll work on that. So we kind of go independently into the eye of the storm, as they say in sport. Pick up on the skill that might need to be reviewed, and that first skill will be your weak, your weak point. And when you warm up that way, and particularly to music being physical, the brain says, is that what you want me to do? So we end up taking ownership over that skill. We believe that we are focused on that information and are clear-minded. So again, when you're on your solo run, I want you to think of your solo run every day. Okay, I don't care if you play on a hockey team with 25 other people. You need to know what your skill set is and go out and do that independently. Sometimes, though, in team sports, of course, we have systems. And if you're too independent and doing your own thing and not staying in the system or trying to hold up the team because the team is falling apart so you think you can do it all and you're not passing the puck or you're not passing the soccer ball, you're kind of a one-man band, that's not the independence we're talking about. Independence within your role of your job out on that field or out on that ice or out on that court, that's important. So again, you don't act as an individual in a team sport, but in an individual sport, you've got to act as a team. So that means that you need to use your coach. You need to understand what the association wants from you. You need to make sure that your sponsor knows that you're well equipped and ready to go. So we all need a form of independence because as we talked about this in an earlier podcast, It relates to self-worth and self-esteem. When you can go from A to Z on your own and you're independently thinking and in control of what you can control, then your solo run becomes an amazing experience. So once again, think today in today's practice, or let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're heading right into into a game. I want you to think independently of what your role is today. What can you bring to your team? Or if you are an individual athlete, what are you going to bring to that performance today? And then measure out whether or not you faced your weak point. And whatever that weak point is, that's the point of entry. That's what you want to be able to accomplish today. So if you have not been able to make tape-to-tape passes in hockey, then that is your independent skill for today. If you have been having trouble on your left foot dribbling in soccer, that's your independent component of your game. When you can walk away from any game or practice experience knowing that independently you improved on a small detail, then that is fantastic. That's exactly what you want to do. So again, when you go out on your solo space in your mind, 
you'll have to develop trust in yourself first. And your family might respond to your performance in a different way. So go back to the young nine-year-old, her first solo skating performance, her dad smiling like a basket of chips, and her mother as nervous as heck. Everyone settled down after that performance was over because the young girl was happy. She got back into the loop of things. She got back into smiling and thinking she did well, which she did. Yes, she did fall down, but she got right back up and started that program as if that had never happened. One of the judges after that solo, incidentally, to close today so that she showed more maturity than everybody that was at that skating performance and that they wanted to give her almost points for execution based on recovery. Whereas you'll see a lot of people slow down in their skate after they have fallen. Um, they don't even sort of maybe wave to the crowd after they're finished. They Their shoulders drop. They look like they've done a bad performance. Never do that. No matter what sport you play, walk off the court with pride. Finish uh, to the links in the clubhouse and be prideful of your game that day. Yes, you may have had some difficulty that day. But it's through that independence of you making a decision for yourself that you're bound to play better the next day. You will always be given another chance. So when you're playing solo today, think about independence as the strongest emotional skill that you can have. This is Coach Lori signing off today. And please make sure that you join us for more podcasts as these topics will increase in your mental landscape help you with your mental strength, give you um, some uh, build up of what you can expect in a game without being nervous. So we, we would love to support and help you. If you have questions, just email innermindsports at gmail.com. This is Lori Pulliam. Thank you very much.